The information in this skill is provided for informational and educational purposes only. Welcome, and thank you for listening to the SMA Flash Briefings. Hi, I'm Price Wildridge. As a rare neuromuscular disorder patient myself, I enjoy reading flash briefings for spinal muscular atrophy. Here's an article by Marta Figueredo, PhD. Immune response to Zolgensma can be common in older SMA children. Abnormal increases in liver enzyme levels, suggestive of liver damage, and drops in platelet counts are common among spinal muscular atrophy patients over eight months old following treatment with Zolgensma, according to a small real-world study in Germany. These side effects, which can be severe in some cases, are likely associated with a recognized immune reaction to the modified adeno-associated virus, or AAV, used to deliver a working version of SMN1, the mutated gene in SMA, to cells in this gene therapy. Notably, eight months was the upper age limit of SMA patients enrolled in clinical trials supporting Zolgensma's approval. Our experience with eight patients older than eight months old adds important findings to the increasing body of evidence that treatment of SMA with Zolgensma is often associated with an immune response against the AAV vector. Jean Bernd Kirschner, MD, the study's senior author with the Department of Neuropediatrics at University Hospital Bonn, said in a press release, However, it was possible to control the immune response in all patients by proactive monitoring and adapting the immunosuppressive steroid dose, and we did not detect any long-term side effects due to the immune response, Kirshner added. Further studies are needed to better understand the immune response against this gene therapy and to identify risk factors for a more severe reaction, the researchers noted. The study, Safety Monitoring of Gene Therapy for Spinal Muscular Atrophy with Omnes Imnogene, Abbe Parvovec, a single center experience, was published in the Journal of Neuromuscular Diseases. Administered directly into the bloodstream at a dose proportional to a patient's body weight, Zolgensma, marketed by Novartis, can only be given once due to the body's natural immune response against the modified AAV used to deliver the SMN1 gene. Still, patients can develop immune reactions after the single dose, which may raise the levels of liver enzymes, an indicator of liver damage, and drop the level of platelets. A prednisolone course for immunosuppression should be started on the day after treatment, with liver function and platelet counts monitored before treatment and at regular periods thereafter. While the therapy is available to SMA patients up to age two in the US and in other countries, and up to about five years old in Europe, Zolgensma's clinical trials mostly involved infants up to eight months old. Safety concerns due to these broader labels exist for older and heavier patients, as higher doses with higher number of viral carriers can lead to more pronounced side effects. Real-world data on Zolgensma's use in older SMA patients are, for this reason, key to better understanding the therapy's safety profile across its approved patient population. Researchers in Germany describe early safety findings from eight children, four boys and four girls who received a single dose of Zolgensma at ages beyond eight months between December 2019 and September 2020 at their university hospital. At the time of treatment, the children ranged in age between 10 months and 37 months and weighed 7.1 to 11.9 kilograms. All carried two to three copies of the backup SMN2 gene, which influences disease severity, and all had been previously treated with Spinraza, the first approved SMA disease-modifying therapy. The children were switched to gene therapy with the hope to see additional benefit and to avoid repetitive lumbar punctures, the researchers wrote. 
As recommended, all were given prednisolone for four weeks starting on the day before gene therapy. Their post-treatment follow-up ranged from 2 to 11 months. Results showed that following Zolgensma, all children had a temporary raise in body temperature and an increase in liver enzymes levels, which was associated with impaired liver function in one child. This severe response was successfully managed with a higher dose of steroid therapy given daily for five days. Six children also showed abnormally low platelet counts, but with no signs of bleeding. Levels of monocytes, a type of immune cell involved in the fight against infections, were also increased in seven children. Four children showed abnormally high levels of the troponin I protein, which can indicate heart damage after treatment, but this was not associated with any clinical symptoms or heart abnormalities. Most of these clinical and laboratory abnormalities occurred or were more pronounced in the first week after treatment and resolved during the observation period. In all but one patient, the standard dose of prednisolone was increased and or prolonged beyond the minimum four weeks recommended. The rate of these adverse events was higher than that reported in Zolgensma's pivotal trial, the team noted, suggesting this may be due to age and body weight differences. These findings are consistent with those previously reported in a real-world study in Ohio, which showed that older patients have a higher risk of liver injury and may need longer immunosuppressive treatment. It is premature to judge whether severe organ damage with long-term consequences can always be avoided, Kirshner said, adding that further research is needed to better understand the immune response following gene therapy and, ideally, to identify patients at risk for a more severe reaction. The researchers concluded, quote, the total viral vector dose and thus body weight is most likely one aspect, but there might be other patient-dependent factors that are more difficult to identify. Coming up next, perspectives from SMA News Today Forum's moderator, Deanne Runge. Thanks for joining me. I'm Deanne Runge, SMA News Today content creator. Between the forums, podcasts, and columns, we've got a lot going on at SMA News Today. Today, though, I wanted to focus on a couple columns that struck a chord with me. I'll start by telling you about Brianna Elber's latest column, The Green-Eyed Elephant in the Room. Here she opens up about something she's had to contend with her whole life, something we probably all feel more often than we care to admit, jealousy. Throughout her life, it has manifested differently. Sometimes it's been material, other times experiential. One way that might be surprising to think about is when comparing yourself to others in the disabled community. Even though we can be supportive of each other, that element of jealousy can pop up when we see someone doing or having something that we can't. Brianna leaves us with this final thought. Jealousy is normal. You're not broken for wanting things that others have. You're not a miserable human being for looking at your life and thinking, this isn't it. Jealousy is an emotion, just like anger or happiness or sorrow, which means it will pass. You're not defined by your feelings. Don't beat yourself up for being human. The therapist in me promises you're not alone. Thanks, Brianna. Perceptions are an issue that Alyssa Silva tackles in her column, Why My Teacher and I Faked Attention in Middle School. Throughout her schooling, Alyssa was seen as the innocent, can-do-no-wrong girl in a wheelchair. Once you get to know her, though, you'll find she has many facets to her personality. One of her teachers quickly learned this, and together they devised a plan to show everyone just because you're in a wheelchair doesn't mean you're infallible. 
It was a dramatic scene that involved raised voices and backtalk that inevitably landed Alyssa in detention, or so it appeared. Together they laughed about it. Because that teacher saw past the girl in the wheelchair, it gave others the opportunity to do so as well. Alyssa ends with this quote, Being seen for who I really am as a disabled person is a gift in itself, but being seen for who I really am and knowing I'm accepted is the greatest gift of all. What a great sentiment, Alyssa. To read these fabulous columns along with many more, head to smanewstoday.com. I look forward to featuring more great articles in the near future, but for now, that's all I have for you today. Stay safe, stay healthy, and have a good day everyone. We'll talk again soon. The information in our flash briefings and podcasts are provided for informational and educational purposes only. Be sure to tune in daily to SMA News Today for the latest news and perspectives regarding the disease. Discover more content that might be of interest to you at www.smanewstoday.com and be sure to follow us on social media and join our SMA News Today forums, a trusted SMA community ready to welcome you anytime.